The Magician, Chapter 2 Remittance Kneel, Lorenzo commanded, grasping the pendant between two of his fingers. The director and the magician were deep in the bowels of the basement of the rented theater house. Lorenzo paid handsomely to have this area for his own use, just as he tried to do at every theater on the tour for years and years. Anyone who was not connected with his tour was barred entrance to the rooms he had designated as private. He simply reminded the old world patron and those employed at said theaters that the magic of his shows needed time to be created away from the eyes of non-magicals. And they believed him. That power of persuasion worked in his favor. The reality was, he used these areas clandestinely to remind his performers of their places in his entourage. Everyone was forbidden by their contracts to speak of the atrocities that had received within the confines of these walls. It was part of the magic Lorenzo forced upon them when he bound them. It was how he continued to force their compliance without expending a great deal of his own magic. For many, the threat alone of remittance was enough to keep them in line, but sometimes, sometimes he was forced to make harsher measures. That moment, it was Ignace who needed prompting to remember his position. Unlike most of the performers, Ignace never gave up without a fight. He had that kind of freedom. He had the kind of magic within his veins. It allowed him to rebel, if only for a fleeting few moments. Ignace inhaled sharply and shook his head, fighting against the magic that Lorenzo was trying to force upon him. He knew Lorenzo's power would impel his submission eventually. He was determined to tire the man out, as he always did before, Lorenzo's brand of magic strong-armed him into capitulation. Lorenzo shook his head and clicked his tongue as he glared at the magician with his dark brown eyes. You make this harder on yourself every time, he sneered. If you would just give in, it would be easier for all of us. But yet, you remain so stubborn and defiant, ever the intractable magician you are. I enjoy these little games, but they do eventually grow wearisome. He stood straight as an arrow and pressed the pendant firmly between his fingers. Kneel, he commanded. Ignace glared at him, pushing firmly against the magic of the command as he stood his ground. He knew he would tire soon, worn out as he was from the performances he was compelled to enact. The full power of the pendant that Lorenzo wore was how Ignace succumbed to this in the first place. But he gained a certain satisfaction in making his master work for his submission. He was determined to make Lorenzo use all of his power as well. You will pay dearly for this impertinence, Lorenzo scoffed as he glared at Ignace once more. You know this as much as I. One would think you would give in, given my command of you all of this time. Ignace smirked as he stared at the director. 
I am merely reminding you that you don't have the command of me that you wish you had. My powers grant me freedom, though minute. Lorenzo glared in anger. He placed his entire hand firmly around the pendant and glared back. He detested the lack of control he had over this particular subordinate. He channeled all of his power into the command. Kneel! He roared. The magician tried hard to fight against the dictate once more, but this time he did as he was ordered to. He continued to stare at his captor as he fell to his knees, spotting a hint of tiredness that flashed briefly across the director's face. That gave him a frisson of joy that ran deep within him, for he knew that while he was exhausted, he'd also tired Lorenzo as well. He dared not show his amusement on his face, though. He was already in for stiff penance, as it were. Lorenzo stepped forward dramatically so that he towered over the kneeling Ignace and stared down at him. There was a smirking sneer on the director's face. But Ignace saw the weariness in the bags under the man's eyes and in the set line of his clenched jaw. That smug satisfaction ran deep within him, reared up once more. Why must you make things so difficult, dear Goading? Lorenzo asked. Your life would be unexacting if you just learned your place. You make it harder on both of us. Ignace refused to answer, just as Lorenzo knew he would. He simply stared up at the man with a scowl. The director straightened himself to his usual ramrod posture and looked up at the others who had witnessed the entire interaction wordlessly. All of them knew better than to intervene. I think thirty should suffice today. After all, we will be traveling, and he will have to garner his stamina. He can remember this irrationality for a few days. With that command, Lorenzo turned on his heel and strode out of the room as elegantly as he could muster, leaving the magician kneeling on the cold stone floor. Two mute lackeys stepped forward to strip Ignace of his white shirt and sleeveless undershirt that he wore beneath. Malatesta's Majordomo, Vittorio Ancelato, sighed as he closed his eyes, gripping the whip in his hands. He seemed to hate this part of the position, but he was also at the mercy of the theater producer and was compelled to do what he was commanded. The beads about his own neck made sure of that. He cracked the whip and began to mete out the required punishment, using power in the lashes despite his small stature. Lorenzo began his climb of the stairs at the end of the hallway, ascending back up to the more comfortable setting of his lush lifestyle. He paused at the third step, anticipating the first yelp of pain. It was a long wait, as usual. After fifteen snaps of the whip, the first anguished cry reached his ears. He laughed with delectation. He was still smiling as he continued to climb the stairs upwards as the whip continued to crack and the shouts of pain followed each thwack. 
Lorenzo climbed into the rented car that would take him to his penthouse suite. He stroked a pendant in his hands, pressing it between his forefinger and thumb. He sighed loudly, letting the facade of a collected director fall away. Exhaustion became the expression he wore as he leaned back in his seat and closed his eyes for the short ride to his rest. These power plays his star enacted every time he was punished were beginning to take their toll on his magical powers. But Lorenzo knew he could not exact much more power over the magician. He was already pushing the limits of his own power. One day, Ignace Goading would learn he would not cross him, Lorenzo thought. But until then, he would enjoy the struggle of power the two enacted as he could. It was one of the many perks of his lifestyle. After all, he had the magician to thank for giving him such popularity to begin with. The Magician is brought to you by K.S. Wood. If you'd like to know more about her story and her writings, please visit her website, kswood.blog.